This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's up, guys? I'm the kid.james. Make sure you check me out on the Kicks and Chit Show. What's good, everybody? We are back. It is your boy Gerard and your girl Gabby. Episode 6 of the Kicks and Shit Show. <laughs> Yo, you like that? I kind of, I, I kind of, I kind of freaked I, I, I freak you out with the six, six. You're like, what, what? <laughs> like, I feel like you just, like, our robot and malfunctioned. I didn't know what happened the first time you did that. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I wish that when I did six, six, it would have like the echoing effect. Actually, Hugh, we can put this in in post production. Yeah, Hugh, let's see if we can drop in the six, 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 like effect right here. Like when I also, when I did that. you you don't have to if you have too much. To do. Okay. <laughs> Hugh, don't make me look silly. See, this is this is what she's trying to do. She's trying to trying to play me out here yeah, in these streets. I'm trying to hide you up in these streets. I'm trying to make you look good. Okay, it is episode 66. Gabby, what is happening in these end of summer streets? I don't know, Gerard. I feel like I'm 66 years old. <laughs> I had a birthday on Monday. You with did, you did. You are, you are in fact not 66, though. You are not 66, in fact. No, although my Jewish mother definitely thought that I was being serious when I posted my location on my little birthday. Did he? As Fort Lauderdale retirement home, my mom texted me this morning. What were you doing in the retirement home You're like, in Mom, Fort Lauderdale? Mom, it was a joke. She goes, yeah. oh, well, I can relate. Boy and boy. And I was like, like that. Why? But I will say, it's a great day to have a birthday. I share a birthday with the late, great Mamba himself, mm-hmm. with Lil Yachty, mm-hmm. with our former guest and BMX pro athlete, Nigel Sylvester. So it's I feel like day. good company. You are. You are. You you had an excellent time. Well, I mean, yes. You, you had an excellent time for a lot of days. I had a time, Florida. Yeah. I had a time. <laughs> I also, you know, I don't understand. Why do men have to ask my age? I don't ask you how old you are. I don't. You, you always make it about you, Gerard. <laughs> like, I'm like, no, you're a man of the ladies and a man of the people. Thank you, you're thank separate. You appreciate that. I'm appreciate not going to be that. like, whose man's is this? But whose man's is this? <laughs> Asking women how old they are and then not taking no for an answer. Or know, like, else, you being like, don't ever ask a lady how old she is. And then they're like. Why does it matter? Why are you asking me? Does it matter, bro? Like, get off my dick. I just, what age do you think I am is always my response. Someone says like 27, 28. And I was like, great, solid. Anniversary of my 21st Excellent. birthday. 
leave me alone. That should be a cue to walk away. Yeah. Yeah, dudes, dudes. Let me tell you, dudes. It is a. It's a. It's not. It's not a good move, bros. Just don't like. Nobody wants to hear you look good for your age. It's those last three words. (laughs) Just turn the stab in my turn. Turn the knife and stab me in my aging heart. Okay, (laughs) I can't. But it's also dudes. Like I mean. I don't know what your what your end game is, right? Like it's certainly it's certainly not a foreplay thing, right? So I so that ain't gonna work. And I mean, and if your whole goal is you're trying to ask to figure out, like, all right, I'm crossing them off my target list, like, well, you already to me are suggesting you're some kind of dude that a lady like Gabby would not be interested in anyway. So I mean, you know, and there are many ladies who think like that. So I feel like you're not you're not helping yourself out with those kinds of questions. I also, and Dred, I'm asking you this. You are going to be my male focus group of one right now. <laughs> but, like, I feel like when men shoot their shot, there is no target. Like, men are like, you breathe, you're cute, great. <laughs> I mean, that's what Let's I would go. assume. So that's why I don't even know why they're even approaching these that's subjects. What I mean. Like, why do you care? If I'm going to say I'm, like, 75, we're going to be like, oh, shit. Granny got some moves. Like, all right, let's go. By 17, that's when we have a problem. Like, Granny's I'm going to start saying I'm 17. Sorry. Illegal. Granny's got some moves. Yeah, I mean, the okay. only way, if they're asking if you're illegal. But let's be real. You, I mean, if you're in these spots, I think you know. That, although, I don't know. Maybe you don't know. It's been a while since I've been up in those streets. I don't know if illegal people are going in there or not. Couldn't tell you. I don't know. I mean, I tried to be clever last year because we were also inside. I don't know if you remember. I posted my age in Jordan. Yes, So sure if did. you know anything about sneakers... You could add up the number of style of Jordans and figure out how old I am. Also, mm-hmm. you could look at my LinkedIn age. You could maybe Google me. Put in a little effort, man. You know yeah, what I'm not, saying? Not that hard. Not that hard, these people. These streets are. These are some aging streets over here. Like, the less I give a fuck about if you care how old I am. <laughs> Sorry, sir. I mean that respectfully. But Gerard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. I know, because you're going to be like, whenever you say respectfully, <laughs> yes, it means straight disrespect. All the disrespect. LA boy. All the disrespect is coming. Just call me Gabby and Y girl. There you go. Get it trending. Peace. <laughs> Um, what's going on in your streets, Gerard? Oh, you know, not a whole lot. Just chilling, you know, morning, the end of summer. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's that time. Right. But, you know, I, I do like fall and I particularly like the stretch from, uh, my birthday through New Year's Eve. So like end of November through December, and I generally like the fall, so it's fine, but it's also, you know, you just know that all the fun outdoor, you know, that time is starting to wind itself down so you know you feel a certain kind of way about that but otherwise you know i'm just out here in these streets just living life just doing me you know taking hazel out she's sleeping right now but you know <laughs> i don't know Drod, what are these outdoor activities that you've been up to lately you're uh, no talking about mourning the loss of outdoor activities i mean i hope, I, I hope you guys caught that <laughs> yeah i mean let, let's 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 not lose our minds outdoor activities and like expectations here yeah let's let's <laughs> Outdoor activities, like going outside, <laughs> right? Like that's those are the outdoor activities. That's just true. going outside for a birthday high five yet, you know? That's, you see what I'm saying? And just enjoying the wonderful summertime weather. There's something about summer, right? Like summertime living, you feeling a little easy. Life feels a little more carefree. You know, it's all just mourning the loss of that. You know, although it's not here yet, so don't 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 put a funeral on it yet. We still got some still got some days. That's right. Word. So, you know, Gabs, I was thinking about something. I saw, well, I'm going to ask you about this first. I'm sure you've seen it, and I'll have Hugh drop in the photos because the, the pictures were released. Jordan 11 for the holidays, Animal Instinct. Um, and obviously, first of all, it's a women's release, number one. So, of course, I was like, all right, you know, Gabby, whatever. But then I was like, oh, animal prints, which I know you tend to like animal print. Just because I'm from New Jersey does not mean I need to cop every animal print. <laughs> no, no, no. But I all I'm saying is you like animal print. That is a fact. Generally speaking, you like animal print. So I was like wondering. Hmm. So I was like, oh, is this issue that you would try to cop? Or you're like, meh, I'm good. I'm going to pass on it. Just curious. So I've been seeing images about this one for a while because mm-hmm. I feel like Jordan Brand for the past, like, ever so many years <laughs> has been dropping 11s. On the holidays, oh, that's right? What they do. Yep. They pick their style. Like so, the cool gray 11s that are coming out this year, mm-hmm. they're going to be easier to get, guys. Spoiler alert: you might actually have a shot to get a W1 sneakers app. Mm-hmm. That's the only one of the year that I got last year, basically. <laughs> uh, the year before, I was able to cop a pair of breads. Ooh, um, right. Yeah, I don't know. I just I go back and forth. It's not a no, and it's not a hard yes for me. Okay. But I'm intrigued. You're intrigued. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. I was just curious. Yeah. 
I don't know. I mean, I, I think like Jordan Brennan Nike over the years has dabbled in animal print, and mm-hmm. obviously we all know the iconic elephant print. But mm-hmm. uh, you're right, your girl does like a little leopard, you like a little cheetah. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, tell see. me you're from New Jersey without <laughs> telling me you're from New Jersey. I know, I get it. So but, I don't but, know. I mean, it's not a no, but there's a lot of shoes that I'm like eyeing in the meantime. I hear you. That it's, might take priority. Um, and I wouldn't say that animal print is strictly limited to New Jersey. I feel like um there. There are ladies from Long Island who also enjoy animal print. Oh, so. that's like that's like Jersey East. It's like the same shit. Okay, okay. okay. Can we let's talk be, about let's this? Be honest, I was gonna say, can we let's let's put with this the Island and the Jersey rivalry. Let's put same this shit different day. I okay. said it. I was Come gonna say, me. let's just put this Bro. out here, right? Like Long Island and New Jersey are literally the exact same place. Now they hate us because they ain't us, but you know what I'm saying? It's like same, same, but different is more how I like to prefer to call it. Same and then there's different. Staten Island is the redheaded stepchild who thinks, who wishes that they were both of us. Sorry from Staten Island. Ray, I love you. Wow. Nick, Shots fired at everybody from Staten Island. Tell me I'm lying. No, I, I mean, Staten Island just says they've excluded themselves by being their own borough. That's it. You know, I know some wonderful people from Staten Island. The Impractical but Jokers, you, love them. But you I just do... think that... Those are the three similarities. That's like the Bermuda Triangle of animal print in the Northeast, y'all. I mean, listen, I would say I don't know if anyone can argue with me on that one. No, it's probably a true statement. Yes, if you if you if you're out in this area and you see a woman in leopard print, good guess if you narrow it down to three places: New Jersey, Long Island, Staten Island. You're probably gonna hit a home run on that one. Likely, it's pretty high, and it's not shade. It's just a statement of fact. So. Yeah, I was gonna say animal print is great. So, like anyone was offended by that. Clearly, they feel judged and they're feeling some kind of way, you know, and like someone makes a statement that's blanketed that has nothing to do with anyone. And they're like, I feel triggered by this. I'm from Staten Island. You know, it's because you can relate. Like, and I hate to say this because stereotypes can be annoying, but they are there for a reason. There's usually a lot of truth behind them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, But you said, okay, so, all right. So maybe, no, not a hard yes, not a hard no. I have a lot on my Hanukkah list. I know. So what's what's on the hot list right now? Well, so there are eight eight crazy nights in Hanukkah. So I'm like, do I get myself a new pair of sneakers every oh night? Oh I don't know. My, that might be my bag. We'll <laughs> see how expensive my fall travels are going to okay. be. Um, I feel like the the resale right now is fairly reasonable on my coveted Wave Runners. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You guys have to hear about them another every week. week. <laughs> every single week since the beginning of time till the end of time. Once I get one pair, I'll be like, when am I getting my second pair? Um, I don't know. I think there's just some good launches. Like, I'm really excited about these 1985 dunks that are coming mm. out. The launch keeps getting pushed. It was originally supposed to be end of August. I like the yellow with that kind of acid watch. It's a little bit more off the beaten path than the mm-hmm. traditional Jordan red mm-hmm. or Nike red. But I'm a big fan of those. They're, like, weird enough, but they're, like, super dope. That, okay. to me, right now is top of my list for fall. I think the uh, the fours that are a little mm. reminiscent of the lightning fours. Yep, yep. Fuego. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens. Right. I might just, like, d- dig into the archives and be like, you know what? I deserve a present. Let me get myself, like, the Tinker Sketch Air Max Ooh, one. That's well, a classic of mine. So Listen, it, it's treat yourself any day. Any day that ends in a Y is treat yourself day. So. I mean, I'm going to say Y for yes, that's correct, Gerard. And <laughs> what pairs are you eyeing this fall? Well, you know what's interesting? So the New Balance... 5740s. I really like those because you, I mean, and here's why I like them. I feel like you can probably guess why I like dad them. Dad shoes. <laughs> love it though. I, I mean, they, they kind of have a dad shoe vibe, but they're sort of very classic looking, right? Like, and you know me, I don't like a whole lot of like fucking... flair. Right. <laughs> for lack of a better term, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> well, well said. Well said. I mean, the, the, the elephant print on Jordan 3 is about as flair as I'm going to go, right? Like, I, I mean, those hair, that's why those hair. The rabbit leather shoes that oh, you the, bought, the, that was like the sevens, straight out was... of like Space Jam left field. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I, I what I love about them, you know, we talk about the why. Like the reason why I love those so much is I'm like, these look like an actual rabbit. I was like, I'm I'm in, right? Like So wait, so then theoretically you'd like these elevens that kind of look like an ac- actual throw pillow of cheetah print. Mm, I don't really have, feel the same way about <laughs> I think you could rock them, Gerard. I would love to see the full fit. I might have to do a little Photoshop magic and like put together an outfit for you. Wait, wait, are you not trusting my taste to match the proper fit with at leopard print? I know that you would match the fit, but I don't know if I could get you to put them on with the fit so a photo would exist. I think this is something that needs to exist in the universe regardless. So have Hazel take a photo, a uh, full fit, because you know that Hazel, sorry to wake you up from your nap. <laughs> Gerard's photographer. 
Allegedly. 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 Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, but the 5740s are great just because they have that old school 80s vibe, right? Like that's that's the that's the thing, right? 80s meets 90s styling, and I just it, it it's just to kind of cool up with that with that nice big N in gray. I, I, the green. It's just I like it. But I don't know if you know this. They have a collab with Concepts um, that I think actually this week you had to put your order in by tonight at like midnight or some some such thing. Doesn't matter. I didn't. I didn't do it, but I like the idea of this of this collaboration. We know Concepts did that uh, collab with Kyrie Irving with the Kyrie Sevens um, earlier this year, which I really liked. Um, I love the concept kind of vibe and sort of how they how they collaborate with these brands. I thought it was pretty cool. It was a throwback baseball theme. I was like, okay, I can I can rock with this. Like, they have some cool merch as well. So you know, that's what I think I'm looking for. We talked about this in a in a few previous episodes. What I'm looking for now in terms of collection wise or even to wear are just cool things that i'm like oh man like i could see that baseball vibe and i like that i'd rock that right like for you where you were like oh you know the the the, the leopard print I, I i can see that right more things that like i feel like it appeals to me in a way that's like yeah yeah yeah, i'm in as opposed to oh this new travis scott and i feel like we always shit on travis scott i'm not shitting on travis scott but you know what I'm saying? Like the new, like, you know, off-white, whatever. It's like, all right, man, cool. Like, whatever. The, the dropping of the dunks for everybody. <laughs> the off-white dunks. Like, I, right. I've seen those shoeboxes all over my feed. Your girl took it all again. Surprising to nobody. I just, I love that. I, I will say, we talk a lot about how sneaker culture has changed and evolved. And it, with our guests as well. And not, it's not always positive. Nope. It's like, oh, I've shifted over to art. Or I've mm-hmm. shifted over to this. Or I've transition but i really like and I, I think we've started talking about this more with waz and with mm-hmm. with darren is like collections when it comes to sneakers a true sneaker head can be two things one they can go into any sneaker store and find something they like because they appreciate the sneaker mm-hmm. and i'm gonna I, I can't emphasize that enough and like shouts to big waz for that one because that is so true and that's what it is at the end of the day when there's all this hype and clamor around every or jordan one how many colorways can we come out with like what is different like and i feel like the dunks are starting to get to that point mm-hmm. where and the air force ones where like there's so many colorways and i love that there's something for everyone but what i really love is like someone like darren who's like you know what these are gummy bear sneakers and mm-hmm. i like that so i'm gonna rock it and that's kind mm-hmm. of like you and i've talked about this as well like i'm thinking about like what i'm actually gonna wear what do i want to shape my collection towards last week i talked about how i want to incorporate more royal blue and sport blue shoes into my collection mm-hmm, because that's mm-hmm. my favorite color so it's not necessarily about the hypest pair or like something that means something to you like i, I recently got a second pair of my nfl air max one mm. the women's exclusive that flew under the radar yep, yep, got yep. my new pair on ebay for like half the price and now my beaters can stay my beaters and I can have one as a backup. There because you go. like I just like them and people are always like, What are those? I like that. that it's what like are those? <laughs> no, it's not a negative. What are those? <laughs> Speaking of what are those, Gerard, mm. I don't know if you've seen our friends over at Skechers. <laughs> our friends who we've never met over at Skechers. Do we know them? Clearly, I need to pour <laughs> another cup of coffee. Um, our friends over at Skechers. It's funny because we've talked about them. I, I, I joke all the time that my parents are like ambassadors for Skechers. Yeah, I love yeah. them. That's so okay. I was shocked yeah. when my dad was rocking Adidas like a couple weeks back. I was like, You're like Dad, what are you doing? <laughs> no, I was so proud of him. Adidas with the Adidas socks. I was like, all right, Dad, get on. Winning. Winning. Yeah. But every other sneaker pick I have with my parents is them in Skechers. So Skechers is now doing a line of functional shoes for work. So we talk a lot about fashion versus function. Like they're coming at the crock, right, for mm. employees and nurses. So I thought that was really interesting. And I think that's something that, for obvious reasons, a lot of people in sneakers are maybe not talking about that so much. <laughs> but I would love your take on it because we talk a lot about like the fashion versus function as we have gone through the show since its inception. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it for me, it's always like you don't want to wear something ugly on your feet, right? Like that's just like, you know, you just don't want to. I, I would imagine. Now we do know there are levels to this, right? There are people who take what they wear on their feet to a certain level, and others who put less time into it, right? And, you know, whatever. It's not judgment either way. You do you. But I think if you're going to be in some kind of footwear and it's going to be for any amount of extended time, and you're I don't want to be anything uncomfortable, right? Like, yo, man, like if I got to to walk around or stand a lot or no, man, I don't, I don't want anything that's going to hurt my feet, which is why I always like, it's amazing to me how women wear heels all day. Cause I'm like, I I just don't know how you do it. 
Like, I, I mean, don't, no, not, not me. Well, not, not you. Not, how, yeah. how they, love they, love they. I, I don't know how, I don't know how they do it either. I don't even know how people wear some Nikes all day. Like yeah. is this, is this a missed opportunity for other brands that could maybe be dabbling in almost like the service industry, like a Nike or an Adidas or, or, or a, a new balance or Reebok. You know, it's interesting. I, I look at like nurses and like people like that who are constantly on their yeah. feet, like 15, 16 hour days. Right. And I always check out them like, Hmm, like, I wonder what feels good on their feet to be standing and running around all day. Saying. And you often Skechers is a, it's a brand. I see a ton on nurses. Um, you know, what's interesting too, Gabs, the uh, Adidas ultra boosts were awesome. Cause I often hear people be like, you know, I feel like I'm walking on clouds. I'm like, well, if I was going to walk around all day, I would certainly want to walk on clouds. Right. But then it also comes down to, what what your particular foot needs and problems are, right? Like, do you, are you flat footed? Are you more arched? Do you like and things of that nature, right? Because then it'll be like, okay, what needs? What do I need for support and comfort, right? And so, I think it's wonderful by Skechers. I think more and more. Look, Nike always talks about that, right? That that's you know performance when they're creating like the basketball shoe. It's like, look, man, this has got to be good for the purpose of so these guys can perform at the highest level. We worry about the style part afterwards, right? And it's like, okay, like. I'm with it, but I think you can you can clearly marry the two, right? Like it can be done. We've seen. No, it. I I agree, and that's where I'd almost love to see like I, it would be the most brilliant ad campaign if Nike came out instead of like you know how Gatorade is like oh I mean I'm an athlete drinking Gatorade <laughs> and I'm eating the gummies on the side. Nike did one of their commercials and it was like for frontliners and it's like yeah. how dope would that be i like Shout it you, nike i feel like this you're welcome in advance yes I won't yes shout out to our good friends at nike um, you know if you guys put this out there they do that already you know what i mean there's some good silhouettes like i feel like the monarch should be something that you know bus drivers are wearing or <laughs> and, and there's nothing against bus drivers and monarchs so i want to clarify yeah, I'm just matching silhouettes that are a little bit more in the comfort realm I well, think, like, I, I agree with you in the Adidas Ultra Boost, but, like, that's not an inexpensive shoe. And no, I think that's where Skechers really wins in this sure. type of field, right? It's like, and most people aren't buying a shoe that's shoes. $100 that they replace all the time because of mileage. I mean, that's where Crocs thrives. Like, Crocs now has a whole line of other shoes. They have stores everywhere because they're known for comfort. Your girl cannot wear them i will not well what about i'm not the... there yet in this phase of my footwear journey <laughs> no you're right um, about the prices what but people I... love them yeah no i think you're right with the frontline workers like you do a commercial where like a nurse is taking off his or her sneaker and they're like whoo it's a long day you know whatever it's like i, I kind of like it i wonder the air max 270 we talked about how that's such a popular shoe yep. um it was number one seller for first half of the year wonder if that's a shoe although to your point about price point that's definitely more than what someone spends on their everyday beaters which i bet for most people Fifty dollars is about the somewhere in that range. Fifty to like sixty is about what they want to spend on their everyday work walking beat shoes. What I guess. Yeah, no, I think that could be right, but I think the two seventies are a little bit more accessible, especially because they're available and they do have that kind of silhouette that's like a little bit different, a little bit new. Like I mean, Skechers has made similar styles off of the two seventy because it is such a nice looking shoe. So mm. I, I'm I'm intrigued to see if this becomes a new category where this functionality becomes a thing, right? Like, is the Tenjun going to expand into multiple styles and different things like that? We already know how much it sells. Like, mm -hmm. I know I see those in people that are in the service industry and yeah. hospitality industry. So, I don't know. Maybe Skechers has to watch over the back. Let us know what you think, folks, about this idea of functionality, right? Should more brands really be dabbling into this? And are they missing an opportunity? Com comment in, you know, the comment section below the video here on Instagram, on Twitter, you know, all our social media places. But, folks, stay tuned because we have a special guest coming up next. So, don't go away. What's up, everybody? We are back. And, Gabby, we are not alone. You know, I always, when I'm about to introduce somebody, it's always a thing, right? All right, let me go with their whole, like, bio, background, break it down. Listen, today is short and sweet and to the point, Gabby. Our guest is the Kid James. <laughs> dropping the air alert sound effect right there <laughs> how are you my friend thank you for joining us today i'm well i'm well thank you for inviting me on I'm, uh, i've been waiting for the call <laughs> well yeah. we are, we're happy to have you so we got to start uh start there uh the kid james everyone's gonna want to know who i mean because everybody has those kind of nicknames right it's like oh the kid whatever i'm like okay no where did that come from I'd love to tell you that it was some great thing that had to do with sneakers, and this is like how it all came about. It has nothing to do with shoes. It actually, it's a nickname that I've had since I was a kid playing hockey in Denver, Colorado, which is where I'm from. 
So when I started playing hockey, I, I got pretty good at it really quickly. So I ended up with uh, different age brackets that I jumped to play. So I started playing with the adults at a really young age. So when they would walk in and I was and I was skating, they, you know, people were like, who's the kid? Who's that kid? Why is the kid over there? Why is that guy over there? And, oh, it's James. The, the kid James. That's the kid James. Hey, kid. kid. So it became eventually transitioned to, to the kid James. It went from the kid to the kid James and it's, you know, now I'm, I'm much older and I don't know if it still fits, but it's there. It still fits. I like it. Fits. I like it. So, all right. So you grew up in Denver. Obviously, you know, it's a cold part of the country, you know, a lot of a lot of winter sports, right? You're playing hockey, skiing, snowboarding, a lot of a lot of freezing times out there in those streets. Um, are you still well, first of all, are you a Colorado Avalanche fan? I guess that's the first question. I die. <laughs> Until forever. To the point where ru- the playoffs this year ruined my my whole rest of the of like what was that? The whole rest of the month when we got eliminated. I really I mean we were hot. <laughs> I thought we were go- I thought we were going. So, so before the app, or, or, or was, for you, were the Avalanche always the team there when you were young, or do you remember them when they were in Quebec when they're the Nordiques? Mm-hmm. We didn't get the Avs until what I want to say '94 is when mm-hmm. we got the Avs. Mm-hmm. Um, and before then, we had—I was too young. We had a team called the Colorado Rockies. They mm-hmm. ended up leaving, and so we didn't have a team. So I, I just kind of, you know, I, I enjoyed what was played around me. So I had to make up my own uh, name for a team. You know, when I was playing in the street. You know, the, the, so whatever, whatever. I think of, yeah, I, I more follow players. Um, like Joe Sackett was one of my favorites, oh, so he course. played for for the Nordiques. So I, I followed the Nordiques. So when I heard that the or that the Nordiques could possibly come to Colorado, I was like, let's go, let's, <laughs> let's go. Uh, yeah, because at that point we had no hockey. Yeah, I, I love it. So are you are you still playing hockey now? We still we still, we still find you on the ice. So every once in a while, I'll pop into a little rink. You know what I mean? I gotta pretend like I don't know what I'm doing because you know I don't want to. I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. When I first when I first left school and I went, I actually went to LA first. I played hockey there for a little while and they ended up kicking me out of the league because I didn't tell nobody that I could play and I just wanted some skate time. You know what I mean? And we start. I started becoming like they were like, you can't play offense. You have to play defense only. Fine, that's fine. And then that became yeah. We ended up winning a couple of little ships real fast. And they were like, you can't play here no more. And I was like, sorry. I, I'm over here. I'm playing. I'm playing way too low. Damn! They kicked you out because you were too good. So, how far did your hockey career take you? College. It was college. I'm also not very tall. I'm I'm five seven on a good day. You know what I mean? So, not exactly the height for Paul. Um, Paul Korea. It's all right. You like Paul Korea? <laughs> yeah, Paul Korea and I. <laughs> we hold another level. He's one of my idols. So, like, yeah, nah. <laughs> where? So you played in college? Where? Where in college did you play? State University. I'm sorry, you 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 dipped that again. Say that again. Colorado State University. Ah, I'm, Colorado a, State. I'm a Ram. I was gonna I, I was gonna hit the Rams. Look at that man, Colorado State, CSU. Nice. Look yes, at that sir. man. We got we got athletes. All our first yes. hockey player though, Gabs for sure. I agree. It's about time we're overdue for a hockey player. <laughs> all right, man. So you know you're a hockey player. Look, man, shoes and sneakers and hockey players don't really jive. Um, so when did you fall in love with sneakers? Story actually. Um, so I have always been infatuated with sneakers. When I was a kid, uh, my feet were so flat. They're still really flat. Were so flat that my doctor was worried that. I wouldn't be able to hold my weight um, and like and my ankles would collapse in because they're, they're, it, was, it was so flat. Like, there was real concern that my ankles and my knees wouldn't develop properly. So they made me wear this metal plate on my feet for years and the plate curved down so my toes could go under it, but it was sharp. So it would cut through rubber. So and when, I would, when I would ask for sneakers, they wouldn't last long enough. So my parents were like, no. So I ended up having to wear like Timberland boots, those style work boots forever. And I love sports. I just... I've always been infatuated with sports, so I had to watch all my favorite basketball players, all my favorite football players, you know, and this is the late 80s, early 90s, and I'm a kid, you know, and I, I just, I want the shoes, they're in my face, I see them, Magic's rocking them, Jordan's rocking them, Isaiah, everybody, you know, everybody's got shoes on, Bo's running like crazy, and I had a cousin who lived next door to us, and he had all the shoes. Hello, listener, guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer, and I'm here to talk to you about ButcherBox. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. 
You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Everything. He made sure to come over and show them to me and I was like... Mm, you know what I'm but, I, but you know, he never knew that I was hurting inside, but I wanted him bad. And it wasn't until like 92, I was 10, uh, when the doc was like, look, you've had an arch. It's been here for years. It's not get, it's not dipping and it's not getting any better. So you don't have to wear this anymore. Your feet are still going to hurt, but you don't have to rock this thing anymore. And I remember that. Uh, we laughed and I was like, to the mall. <laughs> you know I mean? And she was awesome. My mom is the coolest person on the earth because we left and I can't, I left with 15 pairs of shoes, but the itch was in me oh. so hard. I mean, I had, I think, what, fives have, had already dropped. So that my first pair of Jordans was the Air Jordan 5, the top fives. Look at this guy. And, and I wanted that and I got needed it, but like that was cool. But the fours, I needed to have them. The threes, the twos, the ones, like these had all dropped prior to, to me being able to have the shoes. So I couldn't have them. So as a kid, I started, I don't know, I mean, the only illogical thing that a, that a 10 year old would do, I started asking my dad for phone books from various cities. And I started calling up different places, different uh, stores that I find in the phone books. And I'd call up and ask them if they still had any shoes. And if they had some, you know, I, if I could buy them. And if not, could they put me to a warehouse? And a completely different sneaker game, because that doesn't oh, happen yeah. anymore. No way. So my, yeah. yeah. My dad worked for uh, for a prominent airline, so we would, you know, I'd beg him, like, let's fly to Atlanta, and I will mow the lawn for the next 300 years, and <laughs> let me just pick up these shoes, and we'll come right back. So, yeah, and they're treating it like a like a tagging service. So every couple of months, you know, if my grades were good and I was doing right, he'd fly me to a different part, and I would try to figure out a way to, to, to see if I can't pick up some shoes wherever I was going. That's... Coolest parents ever. Mm-hmm. I think that's amazing. It never went away. And like I, I've been chasing after shoes ever since. So it's like a constant. It's the thing I just can't stop doing. Like I stopped thinking about other shoes instantly. Like all these shoes are dropping now. And I'm like, that's cool. What else did I miss? What else do I need to go back and pick up? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We were talking about that before at the beginning of the show. Like, what's on your list that you want to get? And then also, what is your craziest story to go get a pair of kicks? Craziest. Probably flying to a different city as a 10-year-old trying to have the store owner meet me at the airport because I needed to be back for a hockey game. You're like, so we needed to hi, fly. I'm 10. Yeah. yeah we, so you I literally in. fly in and turn right back around again. <laughs> I remember I did this for a pair of, uh, of threes. We flew into Atlanta. I got the shoes. I flew to Chicago because I had a hockey tournament that was started in like six hours. So we just jumped it. And it took begging for me, my dad to agree to do it. But you know, I got the shoes and they, they stayed in my hockey bag until we were done with the tournament. I love that. That's awesome, man. That is co- that is commitment to the game. So you were you were committed early. Yeah, yeah. This is before there was I didn't even know I was collecting. I was just I just like what you like, yeah. But you know the most obnoxious part of it is that I didn't realize that we, we were short, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I, I didn't know that there was a cap on my size that I was ever gonna reach. So like, I would convince myself, I'm like, nah, I can get an eleven. For sure, I'll grow into this eleven. Nah. That's a nine. I'm like, nah, bro, 
I didn't think about that. So I have, I, my collection has so many weird sizes too. Because I'm like, no, I, I can def, I'll definitely be a, a an eleven one day. <laughs> I love it. I love, I love it. That too. So I mean, obviously, you you've been down with this from the beginning. You talked about how the game isn't like that anymore. Like, how now as an adult do you feel about the game versus how you felt about it? At that age when you were 10 and sort of the changes that happened into adolescence, late teenage, college, like how, how do you feel about the changes that have been happening? Everything else, I, I, it's, for me, it's adapt or die when it comes to these things because nothing's going to be the same. I can't, I, I don't ever want to be the old guy that's like, oh, it's not like it used to be. Well, of course it's not. Things, things evolve. Like step your game up or you're going to get left behind. That's how I've approached it. But I've always tried to look at it like, I've always looked at it as a game or like a hunting game for me. I'm excited about the chase. The chase was always the most exciting part for me. And then the grail was the shoe once I got it. Like, yep, I did that. I got it. I'm cool. Uh, so I, I still have that approach. I look at every release as a, almost as a competition. Um, and it's and it's not because I want to. It's just like that's how I see it. Like now my 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 nemesis is sneakers. You know what I'm saying? Like we fight. I, I'm like, all right, I'm going to get up. And we're going to go at it. And if I win, I'm going to be very surprised. But I'm going to do it every week like a psychopath uh, because apparently yeah. I'm expecting something to be different. And it never is. But then at the same time, like I, I work relationships so that when I don't get the uh, when I get the L on sneakers app, that I still was able to cop the shoe. And I'll be like, for some weird reason, I'm like, I still got it. No, I still got, I don't need you. He's talking on the weird. sneakers app. I love yeah, it. I have, I have like an abusive relationship with, with sneakers app. It's like We're true, toxic though. to each other. It's terrible, but it's, it's facts. It's a rite of passage, though. I mean, I, I know we all talk about that, but I've seen a lot of surprise wins and restocks lately. Have you hit on anything on sneakers recently? Any any good pickups? Sneakers and I, okay, the last time I won on sneakers app, I got closed the all-white with the gray. You, 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 oh, it, it, no, the AirPods cut Yeah, you, you, you might, you might, you might just, ooh. Oh, okay. These are the last that I won on, and I just got an early access on them. Uh, before then, I think it was, I have to look, nothing great. Uh, the last time I, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, not, nothing. It's nothing great. The last, the last like, good hit that I got was I hit on the first Travis Scott um, Air Jordan 1. Ooh. That was my first that's, one. That's, that's a, a that's a hit. Yeah, no, that was, that's a good one. That was the last one, but that was, what, two years ago? James, you, you you may have to switch. your AirPods are letting you down, man, because they you keep you keep right. there. You go. You may have to go wired. We're going analog. That's what we gotta go analog. That's the way to do it, baby. Analog. <laughs> I know. Always the analog. Draw's got me having thirty-seven wires because my computer right now to make Listen. sure we are connected and it works. Listen, that's why I plug straight into the Ethernet. I don't mess around with no Wi-Fi because you know. Listen. Yeah. Right? If, if it wasn't that I talk with my hands, you know what I mean? No. I, I, I'd be like, all right, AirPods, I don't need you. So I'm going to get, yeah. get caught. I'm going to throw the phone over that way. All the time. You know what I mean? So I, I like it, though. You you have the adapt or die approach, and you just, and you Absolutely. see it as a game. But it, it, it doesn't – because, you know, for some people, I, I worry about them, that I feel like losing on sneakers and, and this stuff, like it's bad for their, like, well-being. Oh, like, absolutely. And, 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 I, and I, I mean, Gabby, we joke, but I mean, like, for like I worry about people for real. For I'm like, yo – Y'all really struggling out here with this. It's not that serious. Like no, for that's, you, that's the, I feel like is, is that how you approach it? You're like, look, if I win, I win. If I lose, I lose. Whatever. I'm not. I, I have to. I have to look at it that way because you know, if not you, I mean, I I, I kind of just chuckle at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I expect to take an L. Take to me, taking a dub is, is so rare and and exciting that it's actually fun. Like when I get one, I'm like, <laughs> nice. That was unexpected. Like I, I'll never tell you. Oh, I'm gonna hit. I'm going to get it. This is the one, you know, like, I'm never going to say that. Like, I'm going to always go into it. Assuming I'm not going to win uh, because look, sneakers app is, is a long, long camp outline, right? There's millions of people on there and there are mm-hmm. a million pairs of shoes. Right. So the chances that we're going to hit are so slim. And, and to, to think that, that, that every, every shot at, at, at a shoe that you're going to hit every time, like, that's just, that's just silly. Like, it's not going to happen. Be realistic and, and be logical. So, I, the advice I always give people too, when we talk about sneakers, they're like, "Well, how do you get shoes?" I'm like, "I build relationships with other people, so I don't have to depend on sneakers." That, I, that's the old approach that I still have now. I'll always have better luck being myself, being a part of the scene, instead of being a guy in the corner with my phone hoping to, that I that I hit because it's just never gonna. You're never gonna win that. That's an, it's a numbers game, and the numbers are not in your favor. This is like the Hunger Games. You're just not gonna win. Hunger you know Games. I mean? You about to die out here. In you know streets. what I'm saying? <laughs> they they break us down to build us back up. It's like that's that's one it, win out of a million. Yeah, yep. that's true. And, and it gets you to the point where you win something and you're like, damn it, I wasted that. Like, <laughs> I, 
I just bought myself an Air Max 90 that I didn't even want. I don't know why I entered this, you know, and now next yep. week when they drop a dunk that I actually care for, I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to hit for another three years. And that yep. it's a whole depressive, toxic state that sneakers keep. It's terrible. It's a vicious you know cycle. I love it is. It. It's awful. I have to ask though, because I love your approach and your perspective on this. And I think you do such a great job of translating it to the content that you create. Tell us a little bit more about how you got into that and, and keeping it light and fun. So um, I work in television. I've been producing TV shows since I, what, 2009 uh, and working in, in the in television since 2006 when I graduated college. So I've always approached everything from a storyteller's perspective. Everything has to be fun, light, and has to be a story behind it. I don't ever want to be the guy that just shows you the shoe and says, look, it drops on this day. This is what's <laughs> cool about it, right? And that's no diss, but there's so many people that are doing that, like that. that it becomes like, like sneaker YouTube is, is, is fun, but I, I feel like it's so undervalued and underused in a way that's exciting, right? There's, especially nowadays, people cut and edit so much. You can do so many things on your phone, on your iPad, on your computer, um, like top-notch Hollywood quality and, and people don't take the, the storytelling approach. So whether I do a 15 second reel or I do a, a, a five minute long segment, like I'm going to introduce more than just the shoe. Like the shoe is cool and I'm going to always tell you the shoe is cool, but let me give you a further details of why it's cool. What's the story? Um, like I'll, I'll do, I do so many, like I make fun of myself for taking L's on sneakers, but what's the difference? Like I approach it a different way, whether I use a different sound, whether I use a different uh, transition, which whatever, however I piece it together has to be an exciting, fun story because at the end of the day, this is my favorite thing to do. I love shoes and I love telling stories. So when I combine them and I produce a, a product that's so much more interesting, like, hell yeah. Look at the shoe. The shoe should have more than just, it's a cool color. Or <laughs> absolutely, it's, absolutely it's a green. Four, right? You know what I mean? Like, because if you're chasing it, if you're chasing the shoe because you like it, like, how about you, we explain why? And when you do take the L, we'll be talking about how you really feel about it because you know you feel <laughs> silly as shit about it. Right? Absolutely. Oh, sorry, can I cuss? I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you work okay. on the kicks in your show, my friend. You're okay. very, <laughs> very safe, safe. Let it fly. Yeah. Because, like, I, you have to be lighthearted. You're going to. It's gonna, it's just gonna affect you to the point where you're like, dude, this is stupid. And again, like, if it's not fun, then why are you doing it, right? Like, I converted my L's into a funny segment, you know, from whatever it may be. And sometimes it's literally just a dead ass look straight into the camera. And that's <laughs> just enough to tell you everything you need to know. But you just have to understand your, 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 uh, your story yeah. and how you want to translate it to everybody else. Yeah. And sometimes they just won't get it. <laughs> so you know, it's interesting that you talk about, um, you know, cult curating sort of like a network and people that you talk to in relationships and that being the old way. And all of this is telling me that, you know, you value community more than anything, right? Like that Absolutely. is like, you are part of the sneaker community. And we always talk about right. that on this show, right? The importance of community versus dudes who just come in here or ladies who come in here and just like, all right, I'm trying to get on Instagram and be fly, use bots, whatever. But you're like, no, I actually care about this stuff. Like, I care Absolutely. about how you make sneakers. And so it, was that all born from that when you were young and the story about having to wear the metal plate? And like, is that really where it all started? Probably. Um, and, and I think a lot of it had to do with just the relationships I did build growing up, right? Because there wasn't, it wasn't like now. Instagram and social media created, uh, brought sneakers into a, what I'd like to call like the mainstream, right? It's pop culture now. Before all of this, there, it was it was kind of, it was on the rise and it was always going to get here. Just streamlined it so much faster because the shoe selfie became a thing. You know what I mean? Before that, you would have a couple of segments here and there with like entourage, be able to talk about a shoe, or, or you would see it in media in certain ways. Mm -hmm. But everybody else was in Nike talk, or you were in chat rooms, and or you met people at the mall, or you would walk by somebody and they had heat on their feet, and you're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you and me, you get it, right? And you would see the same people at the camp out. And when the camp out was five people, it was me and four of my friends, you know what I mean? Because right. there was no line and we would always, we'd wait. And when we camped out, it was more like we'd show up at 7 a.m. and the mall would open at 9. You know what <laughs> right, I mean? Because right. there, there was nobody chasing shoes at this point. Um, and then it slowly became a thing. And I was able, I built relationships and I knew the employees because I was always there. Like I, w I would walk up and have conversations about what shoot, what, like what's dropping, like I couldn't look it up. There was no J23 app. You know what I mean? There <laughs> right, was, right. you know, the manager, hey, bro, let's get this month. And it was, a, it was a monthly thing. It wasn't like yep. a weekly thing. Mm -hmm. A couple, J's didn't drop all the time. And I right. still miss that. That's the one thing that does bother me about sneaker culture right now. Um, you can't, the, I, it, you had time to, for one, get hyped about a shoe that mm -hmm. you knew nothing about. You would find out the colorway, right? You Because they wouldn't tell you the nickname of the shoe yet. So you didn't know that. It's a, hey, man, there's a, there's a black and gray Jordan. 
too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, shit, save me a pair. Can I get a pair? You know what I mean? So, like, those things, that was natural. That's how you did it. You knew people at the stores. You knew because that's how you got shoes. The, the, even, even like, East Bay didn't, I mean, I didn't start buying shoes off East Bay online until, what, like, 2000? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe even after that. Yeah. But, I, you know, at that point, I had reached a different stage, which I, I got into my broke stage, my college days, <laughs> you know, in the 2000s. And that changed my sneaker perspective because it all happened incidentally, like, I went from looking for shoes in high school and having like an allowance and, and a part-time job mm-hmm. to being in college where I couldn't do any of that. Broke. And I went to school. <laughs> I had to go to like I was school in Fort Collins. There was it wasn't exactly the sneaker mecca of the world back in the <laughs> early 2000s. So I like everything changed. And for me, this is where my like my love for SBs came about. Not because I'm a great skateboarder by any means. Like I mean, I can I can push and coast, you know, and chill out. Uh, but. They, they were brand new in the scene in 2000, like 2001, 2002, 2003. Uh, skateboard shoes dominated for a long time. Like you'd see Lakai's, mm-hmm. Cyrus's, ES's, Etnies. DC's were a big thing, right? People were wearing those, and Nike had just jumped in the game, right? And I, I, I had some of those other shoes, but when I saw Nike was in the game, I was like, hell yeah. Now I'm even deeper in the game. Plus, they couldn't sell them to save their lives, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially now where I was. It wasn't a big deal, so... Uh, being broke you know they, they ended up on two two for 30 bucks <laughs> like you know win <laughs> in the color in, in all the colors so you know they had we had the uh danny supas which were the denver bronco colors which is my favorite team <laughs> two for 30 let me go ahead and take these two i got fits for days and it was all about my outfit not so much the shoe because they didn't have a history yet right yeah. it wasn't a thing those guys weren't big deals yet like they are now um so it was it was just a matter of getting shoes for what yeah. I could afford. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I ended up like subsequently getting a bunch of stuff that's considered like immense heat that I had no intention in ever. Like that wasn't, a, I just, I needed shoes to look good in because I was trying to get girls. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that, that what it's afford. all comes down to? I mean, to it the really, it's day, right? ultimately that's what it comes out to, right? Uh, you try, you're trying to kick it, really. That's yeah. just. <laughs> Yo, look. Keep the shoes there. They're green, white. Don't mind this little red star on the back. Uh, I don't know what that means. You know what I mean? Now I look back and I was like, I bought Heineken's for thirty dollars. What? You know what I mean? Because they were on a wingman. Let me tell you. <laughs> they are. They are. Those were sure. those were the days. But that that, that doesn't a different happen anymore. time. No, you're lucky. Yeah. My favorite are the posts that you see about like someone who got like a crazy pickup at Kohl's or Marshalls that like snuck through the radar, and I'm like. How'd that happen? Gilded age, yeah. yeah. Every time. I, it sucks because I have to, like, I, it puts me in, like, this place where I become a hater, and I'm like, bullshit. That, you lying. <laughs> yeah. Stop lying. Like, you why can't that. I be at my Marshalls? I've been to Marshalls. They don't have that. There's no Air yeah, Max. That, I have to, like, check myself and be like, oh, you hating right now. Stop. Don't do that. Like, why are you doing that? Like, why, why did you just get so mad about that? <laughs> I'm like, don't do that. You don't hate. Don't hate on people like that. But luckily, I do it from the comfort of my own room. <laughs> Nobody sees me do that. <laughs> so you, obviously, growing up in Denver, you play college hockey. You, you're a sports guy, man, sports fanatic. Yes. Um, so who were some of your favorite athletes' signature shoes growing up that you really like? Oh, man, I got to get those. You mentioned Bose trainers. Obviously, you mentioned Bose Jordans. Who, who, yep. what, what else did you like? Man, Andre Agassi's cakes were mm-hmm. so yeah. underrated, mm-hmm. and I Fire. love bright colors. Right, give me the, give me all the brights. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll wear them all day. I will. I, I'm not afraid of bright colors. So Agassi's kicks were some of my favorite. Um, I didn't mind BK Knights back then. Okay. I thought they were a cool sneaker. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like so these you know these were these were cool shoes and, and they looked dope at yeah, the time. Yeah. That was all that mattered was the shoe. Was it, the brand wasn't uh, didn't matter. And then we, we started going. I mean. J Kids mm-hmm. um, in the in the middle uh what 97s, 98s. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously all, all the all the all the all the big boys, the, the all the shacks, I had to have the Gnosis. You know okay. what I mean? I had to have Sean Kemp's. No, you know, I had to have the kamikazes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was never afraid, and still not to this day, to wear the gloves. The gloves are some of my favorites. Wow. Gary Payton's. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so let me see who else. I never got into the Dada spinning wheel joints. That's but, all right. Yeah, you know, that's all right. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> and, and the and ones never crossed my mind. It was right. just never a thing for me. But um, I mean, if they were, I'd say aside from Jordan and aside from um, you know any other brand, my favorite was probably uh, Penny's line. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Penny's line was my favorite. I, I, Penny's still, were fire. Still to this day. Right? They were fire. Like I had to have the phone posits. I think I cried yeah, in order to get them. <laughs> But I got it. I had to get her. So sometimes that that exactly works. You know, we were talking about this last week. Um, Nothing, obviously, you know, the the Jordan line, and it's still so iconic. The brand, obviously, it was a moment in time. And we talk about that now. 
we don't really think there's an athlete now who's probably gonna be able to replicate that, right? Just because of the nature in which of how shoes are consumed and distributed right. now, right? Like right. it's just it's so ubiquitous and it's just a very di- like it doesn't have the same cachet, right? As uh, that that the bands, right? The, the first one, I was like, oh, and then right and like this. Right. And as you know, the further we get away from something, the more mythological it becomes, right? Like, it's like, Absolutely. oh, my God, you don't even know. And I, no matter what, like, no matter who it is, like, as great as people think Zion's going to be or whatever, I'm like, I just, they're, they're not going to move units like that. Is that something you agree with? Absolutely, 100%. I mean, it's crazy to me that people played basketball in the Jordan 1 at all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why? Because, like, I, I, I run, I've, I've, like, tried to run down the street like, chasing like, my daughter in ones, and I'm like, Oh God, this is awful. People play ball. Like, people play ball in this. It's terrible. But that's the thing. Like now, uh, basketball shoes and sports shoes in general are about the sport, and and it doesn't translate into the streets anymore. It's not a casual wear shoe. Like it's hard. Like Kobe's were probably the last of the big names aside from even LeBron. Yeah, because Kobe was still around. Kobe's are probably the last shoe that I still could see people wearing casually. Uh, in like in like you can still even formally dress up at times, right? LeBron's maybe up until the eight, maybe the nine. The nine's probably already too too much um, and too sporty. But that's like now the materials are different. We were talking about leather basketball shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Big, thick, nice shoes that look nice. And I mean, people still dress them up now as opposed to fly wire super. Mm-hmm. Um, super light shoes meant to be played ball in and they don't look good. You don't, what was it saying? You don't wear LeBron to the club? Like, that's facts. You don't do that. Like, you, just, you just don't wear them like that. Like, right. I can I can casually wear it. If I'm in shorts or, or sweats and I'm casual and I'm just kind of hanging out and going to the office, I can work in those shoes mm-hmm. for sure. But if I'm trying to look the part, right. nah. maybe I'm probably leaving a lot of the Zions, the, the Kyrie's, yeah. the Westbrook's at home. Mm-hmm. That's probably just not a thing mm-hmm. I'm going to wear. And I, I, even for the, uh, the KD line, mm-hmm. I was that to me is the most transitional out of all of them, especially mm-hmm. like the 13s I loved. Because right. they had a lot of great prints that were fun that I think sure. could transition in that sense. Mm-hmm. Sure. Totally agree. I mean, you see it with like, even with the remake of uh, of Space Jam. Like, I'm not rocking that shoe ever. <laughs> like, I'm not. It's just it's just not a shoe that I want to wear. Like, it's just not what, it. What, the 18s? Yeah. <laughs> even, even when they made the special 8, like, that's just not a shoe I'm ever going to wear. But if you look at the 11 or even the 9 that was in the original, mm-hmm. like, that's a shoe that I would wear. Like, and I don't yeah. know if yeah. that's because there was a concern with with fashionability at that point and still. Now it's that has nothing to do with it. It has to do, how good does it look on court? And that's that. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's the end of it. Like, like there are kids who wear that stuff on court and to school and stuff like that, but they're not. If I walk around in that stuff, I'm going to look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't translate anymore. And that's because it's, it's solely focused on performance. Yeah, which, you know, yeah. and, and it makes sense though, right? Because that is, that's how these dudes... That's how they become who they are, right? It's by the performance. So you can't have them in some, you know, paper sacks on their feet, like, and blowing out yeah. their ankles, right? Every time, like, someone blows I'm out a shoe, the shoe, right? That's yeah, like right. N- that's Nike, 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 Nike executives like shit a brick. They're like, oh god, like that's right. just that's not a good look for them, right? That's it's, absolutely right. We have to perform at a high level in these things, right? That's that's the stamp of approval. Um, you mentioned and not to mention that like, all these guys, they they don't walk in wearing any of their shoes no, 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 no. you know what i'm saying no. yeah, yeah. They, they and now like let's be honest the nba uh um walk to the to mm-hmm. the tunnel the, mm-hmm. that the nba fit that's yep. a, that's NBA a, fit that's is a, a vibe you know what i'm saying yeah. that is a red carpet you, mm-hmm. who's that Absolutely. show me them show me one wearing their their actual performance shoe on they don't they wear jays they yep. wear yep they wear yep. stuff that's that, that looks right with their fit they know they know <laughs> they know they know, they, they know. They know. Uh, Kyrie was like nah, nah i'm not wearing i don't even want to wear these on court right <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he, he did right there's a lot back that's and forth true. about the eights he finally sh- showed showed up in the eights uh recently so like obviously yeah. the ones he's wearing finally got the stamp of approval listen if you're gonna put your name on it it's gotta look the way you want to look right i, I totally yep. i get it i get it you may mentioned going to the office um let's transition to that man how'd you get into creating and doing tv production work like where where, where did that all start from tv <laughs> watching I love television TV. As, as a kid I, I just i just found everything mesmerizing i'm like how do they do this like i want to how do i how do i learn to do this and actually when i first got into television i thought i wanted to be an agent i had watched way too much entourage <laughs> i dead ass was like yo watch me be Ari Gold, two years, you know what I'm saying? The naivety of a, of a, of a senior in college who's just arrogant and thinks he's going to take on the world as soon as he gets there. And I moved to L.A. right after graduating. I thought I was like, yo, I'm going to do this. 
hated it. Absolutely hated it. And I ended up getting, a, I ended up working at one of the top tier agencies in uh, in LA, uh, and I just couldn't stand it. And I couldn't stand it at all. And one of the reasons why, and this is the dead ass honesty, is I had to wear a suit every day, even mm. though I sat behind a desk and nobody saw me. And they would get mad at me because I kept my sneakers. Like I would walk in, take off my whatever dress shoes I had on, I put my sneakers on. Because what does it matter? No one's gonna see me. Right. I was chilling. If I was gonna walk to the table and grab some coffee, cool. Mm-hmm. I'm walking comfort. Mm-hmm. And you're a trendsetter. That was before. Yeah. That was cool. I didn't want to wear, so I, I ended up listening to. Uh, we represented a lot of producers uh, and a lot of hosts, right? And I could hear them pitching ideas to my agent that I worked for, and they're like, "Let's go sell this show. This is a here's a good creative idea." And I remember listening to him, like, "Oh, you know what would be sick? This is a good idea. This would be a good idea." And I started writing down my own pitches, my own um, my own sheets, or uh, one sheets where I would write out what I thought a show could be, and I would just come up with ideas out of anything. So I knew that I didn't want to work in the uh, contractual side, but I wanted to work in the creative side, mm-hmm. and I ended up um, reaching out to some of the clients that represented full-blown producers, like bad, bad, bad dudes who were amazing, and I asked them to teach me and to take me under their wing, and I wasn't shy to ask and tell them what I wanted to do with my life, uh, and they were happy to reciprocate and teach me the ways, and eventually, as they moved up, they took me with them until I understood how to play the game and, and kind of fell into my own and, and my ability to tell my own stories um, in, a, in, a, in a proper way. Uh, and then I branched out and started doing, you know, my own shows and, and creating content for, you know, different networks and different um, and different uh, production companies. That's awesome, I man. Love that. But it's yeah. like you, you, you really I mean, this is something that all the people who watch our show and they're always wondering, man, how do people get to do what they do? But it's, there's never it's never any secret sauce. So, no, man. but it's never a straight path either. It, that's, no, the part, no. that's the biggest piece no. is that everyone's like, I want to do this. And they're like, just kidding. I hate right. it. <laughs> I, I, no, I honestly, I was like, yo, I, I can be good at this. I'm good with people. I can negotiate deals for people. Um, and I didn't understand that at the time. I was undervaluing myself and my ability to be able to tell a story in the, in the fashion that I, and I wanted. And it, I, I didn't realize that all it took, well, it took more than that. It took a lot of work. But to get started, I just had to tell them what I wanted mm-hmm. to do. And a lot of people are scared to do it. And even me, I think at some point I was scared, which is why I thought I'd be better at being a suit, right? I'd be better at being uh, this because I don't have to tell you what I want to do. I can help you get to where you need to go. Mm-hmm. And, and that took, I think, you know, eventually um, I just, I built up my own courage. I was like, I, I want to do what you do. If you teach me to do what you do, mm-hmm. I, I, will, I will help you do what you're doing until my time comes. And my time, luckily, I, I got under some really, really, really great guys who, had no qualms because there are people who won't teach you because oh, they don't yeah. want you Absolutely. to be their competition. Yeah. For sure, for sure, right? Um, and they, I, I, the guys that I ended up taking as mentors never, never treated me that way. They used, saw me as an asset and they used me in an ability to, to to help them with what they were doing and at the same time teaching me how to produce properly. And eventually, you know, they gave me my shows and were like, "Go do it." All right, Love cool. it. That's a good mentor right there. That is awesome, man. Ooh, look at that. That's some knowledge, some gems getting dropped for you folks. But listen. We got some more fun stuff coming up with the Kid James. You guys know what's next. America's favorite segment, Shoe and Tell, presented by Another Lane, the premier digital marketplace for dope kicks, so don't go away. What's good, everybody? We are back, and you know what time it is. America's favorite segment, Shoe and Tell, presented by Another Lane. Look, man, y'all know Chad and Adina are the shit. Kid James just talked about community, right? And how it's important to build relationships with people. And that's how he's able to do what he does and not worry about sneakers apps so much. If you are someone who is entrenched in this community and you don't know Chad and Adina, I'm going to kind of question your bona fides a little bit because I'm like, <laughs> well, like, are you really about this or not? Or you kind of say you're about it. Get your ass over to anotherlane.com and check out what they're doing over there. It is incredible. Shouts to our friends. Listen, man, James, this is your segment, bro. You take the wheel. Show us what you got. All right, man. Where do we where do we start? Let's let's see. <laughs> I'm where, excited. where do we start? Let's see. Should we start? All right. So I work in television. So I when I'm a big nerd when it comes to certain type of shows and movies, right? So I'm a big Star Wars nerd. And nice. it didn't be I became a Star Wars nerd later in life. You know what I mean? It wasn't I didn't grow up being a Star Wars guy. I really didn't care for it until after probably college. One night. Things got weird. Things got cool. I fell in love with Star Wars. Okay? So when this shoe dropped, it was a must-have for me. Oh. The Jedi SB. This is by far one of my favorite shoes and I one like of my it. grails. Like because it. for one, the colors are dope. Green, I mean, the shoe is just so fire. And, you know, it, it comes with a great story. It's a, it's, 
SBs do it better than anybody because every most of their shoes are so themed and they tell a great story. And being a storyteller myself, mm-hmm. if it has a story, it needs, it's in my closet. And that's just facts. Love you know what it, I mean? Love it. And to, and to carry with that, uh, we'll go into another shoe. This shoe is important to me because of you know what, what comes with it. The Dornbecker 4. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It tells its own story. And like I told you, I love bright colors. So the more drastic it yep, is, I'm gonna I'm into it, right? And obviously, um, this shoe took me, it wasn't an easy cop for me. I didn't sure. I didn't get it right away. It took me a while and I chased it and I was afraid to pay the price tag. I didn't want to because it went against everything that I stand for. I do not want to overpay. I will play the game, and I don't care if it's a dollar less. But I ended up finding this shoe. I, a guy was was he just he was just cool, and he ended up selling them to me for three hundred dollars. Nice. Yeah, and wow. he was like, "Look, man, wow. they're just sitting in my closet. You will wear them. How, just just give me three hundred, and we'll call it good. And just tell them you got them from me." I said, "All right, nice. we can do that." Nice. That so, is sneaker fate right there. Yeah, Absolutely. Is. So it I is. definitely had to do it. And then, wow. So these, I, I, I haven't seen them on the show yet. I haven't seen anybody do one. Maybe this shoe, but definitely not this size. Ah, uh, check them out. The babies. <laughs> ah, the baby Toro Bravo 4s. That is so, one of my grails right yes. there. I'm, I'm dying. Everyone knows Gabby loves the Toro Bravo 4s. Um, I, I tried to make a play for those like everybody else did when they got re-released. Uh, no success, obviously, but, you know, it happens. So these are from the initial drop, the first Ooh. time around. Yeah. So I bought these shoes. I got my size back then. And the opportunity while I was at the store to buy this shoe. And I told myself if I was going to buy, if I ever have children, this is a shoe that I really want and hope one day I can pass on to my kids. And, and mind you, what that was, what year was that? 2013, I want to say? Mm-hmm. Let's look. Mm-hmm. Yep, 2013. So 2013 and at that point, I wasn't sure if I was going to have children or if I wanted to have children. Well, in 2019, I ended up finding <laughs> out my, 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 my wife was pregnant and that we were expecting our first daughter. And this is the shoe that I used to announce that we were pregnant. Oh, uh, nice. So this shoe. <laughs> and gross. she just reached the size to wear these. Nice. So I just literally went into her shoe room <laughs> and put, and pulled them out from her from her stash. Um, into her shoe room. Her shoe room. Yeah, she got a shoe room. Ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's, she's got, oh, dude, her collection's nice. <laughs> I, I tell people, like, if you want to battle me, you got to go through her first. You know what I mean? <laughs> you don't have to see her. Uh, but this shoe is, obviously, it's the, one of the most important to me just because it's the shoe that I decided I was going to share this culture with a child if I ever had one. And when I had it, um, this is the one I decided to tell the That's world awesome, that it was going to happen with. I love so that. that. You know what I mean? And then this, this shoe is just, to me, is just the coolest shoe ever made. Woo. The Supreme smooth. SB. Yep, yep, yep. Blazer Duck. Like, this shoe is just the raddest. To me, it's just everything about it. I love the tufted leather on the top. Yeah, man. The tongue, the gold tips. Even, you know, some people call them the Gucci because of this yep, little green yep. mm-hmm. there that has nothing to do with it. The snakes, come on, yeah, man. man. And that, then the fatter. The detail, man. I like it. This is my favorite shoe ever. And it's usually between this, the black and the white pair. Uh, so, like, what's your favorite one? I'm like, it depends on the color. It depends <laughs> on the day. Yeah. The, the quilted the, pattern, like, man. I love it. This is a shoe that's just flawless to me. It's perfect. It's I like perfect. It. I like it. <laughs> and then uh, the last one I brought, because, I mean, how do you not? Uh-oh. How do you not? <laughs> oh, yeah, how do you, you not? Know how do you not? I mean, how do you not? How do you and not? everything going on, how do, you how do we not get started where it started? You how do you not? Like, this shoe not? is just, just, I mean, it's so big and dumb. And <laughs> it's so, so ridiculous, but so amazing. They're so fun. I enjoy, like, I, I get a kick out of rocking this shoe. Because it looks, it, like, don't get me wrong, it looks good. And I, and I dress it, I dress it right. But it's so silly. You're like it's a, it's a, like it's a moon shoe. I'm I'm it's going to space. Shoe. I'm going to but space. But but it is fire, and it is definitely it's definitely a shoe that I actually ended up with the first. I, I had all three pairs when they first dropped, um, and I sold them because I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> Damn, bet you bet you'd like to keep those now for your daughter's tuition. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> college well, tuition. Well, but that's the thing. They 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 How came fired. back, and I was happy to have them back. And this one. Um, being my favorite so i had this is the one i wanted to show off because i, I like love it. it and it's about to start falling apart like it's, it's it, i use these i rock these they don't they do not sit in a closet they come out often i i wear them to like i literally go grocery shopping and i'm just because I was gonna say, why not? Says to the grocery store 
Yeah, I, I I took a picture of it literally as I was pushing my daughter through the through the uh, <laughs> through the Kroger here in Dallas, and I'm like, look, she had her shines on, and I had these on. I'm like, come on, we look dumb right now. We look I mean, silly. That's, that's just you you winning at life right there, and yeah. you're also showing us something. Look, people, wear your kicks, man. Like, what's the point of having all these beautiful things if ain't nobody gonna see them, man? Yeah, those joints on. Like, if they if you if if you love shoes as much as you say you love shoes, then put them on your feet. If they're an investment, just say that. Just say that. Like, let's be honest with ourselves here. I love wearing these shoes. They make me feel good. I look good in them, and I want to rock them. I love this. Every time I put something on my feet, I can tell you the story behind them. Like, shoes aren't just an item that I put on my feet. I'm gonna like if you point at my shoes, you better have five minutes because I'm gonna tell you. Some shit, right? <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm sure that happens a lot though, too. Right? Especially yeah. if you're rocking those. Uh, I mean, most pairs. And I work yeah. with people who don't get it, and <laughs> I have. To, they often ask, like, I'm, I'm happy to tell them about sneakers and the sneaker scene and most of the people that i work with are creatives right because it's television so, so they get it they want to understand they get it next thing you know somebody They're bought a pair of jordans no, somebody buys some adidas <laughs> like, well, what do you think of these and i'm like ah, that's what i'm talking about if you work with me you're gonna you're gonna appreciate shoes like people should, they, they will wear something new soon. <laughs> i love, I love it. it man that's great james this has been a pleasure my man tell the people where they can find you on social you can find me at the kid.james on instagram the kid jam on tiktok i'm new don't judge me i'm wow. just getting started um, <laughs> and yeah those and you can find me at the kid james one on twitter um, i've just started to become much more active on that but if you really want to follow me where i'm spend most of my time it's going to be on instagram at the kid james he said the kid jam on tiktok what kind of jams are you putting on tiktok Somebody Amos stole my name. That so that's the, I, had, I, had to, I had to bring it down because somebody had the kid James. Suck. <laughs> well, folks, you, of course, and, and I, see, I see a little friend. Down, I was going to say. Have <laughs> we have a little Hi, visitor. <laughs> and guys, she's in on the action. I told you. I told you. Listen, she, she, she's a star. Out. We get it. We get it. Folks, you know where to find us. We're part of that Count the Dinks family. You find us on that Bomb podcast feed with Crazy Sexy Cool, the original Bomb show, Woke Bros, rap names, growing up the same, and of course us, the Kicks and Shit Show. And we are at Kicks and Shit Show on all social media platforms. Until next time, peace. 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 Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.